I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work for whatever reason. It could be they're too niche, could be they're too clever. What other reasons could there be, Joel? Uh, it could be that they are rubbish. Well done, Joel. Joel's here. <laughs> Sorry, he's back. I'm. Yeah, I'm in. I'm currently in a premiere in in the Wirral. Yeah, we're we're experimenting. We're on the phone together. That's what. Yeah, and we're recording separately, and then we're gonna sync it together. And you guys aren't even gonna know. It's gonna be that no. smooth. It's gonna be slick. Um, it's magic. How have you been? You missed last week as well, Joel. This could actually solve... If this works, we could ne- never have a problem of you not being here if again. If this works, I might never have to see you again. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? We're, oh, what a relief. Oh, God. I might, I, might move to, God. I might move up to the Wirral. Just so you don't have to see me? Yeah. I mean, you could stay in Stratford and still we could still record like this. We could. Yeah. Or we could just get a really... If I stay in Stratford, we could probably just get a really long lead. Yeah. But Joel... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was just too surreal, Joel. It's just surreal. It? it's just surreal nonsense, mate. There's no oh. such thing as that longer wire. <laughs> You're talking rubbish, okay. Joel. Why Two. are you up there? Get that out of the way. Tell us. Uh, I'm recording. Uh, I'm recording a podcast. I know. Editing, they're listening to it. Oh bloody no! This is a this is a good one um, uh, for the BBC. Oh yeah. Yeah, all right. What is that? I do, I do, do proper stuff as well. Proper stuff. What do you mean proper yeah. stuff? Well, this is proper Stu- stuff. The stuff I get paid for. This is well. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> you, <laughs> Joe, you earn, you earn all right out of this. You I've earn, done. Uh, you yeah. earn. Well, you have got pound uh, out of this. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone who's seen my gold tooth, gold tooth will agree. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What do you mean, your gold tooth? That just that I've got loads of money and I've spent it on a gold tooth. Is that what people do with money? I don't think they do, Joel. There was a time. There was Isn't a that time. That's when your, there? your teeth fall out and that you just you sort of give no. them the options. Like, yeah, you give them the option. You're like, and you're feeling a little bit adventurous. Yeah. What yeah. happens when you die? Who knows? Well, that's quite, probably that's take quite a big old question. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought you meant... <laughs> no, to the tooth. Why would I just say that? That'd be so weird. <laughs> anyway, Joel, come on. Stop t- t- rambling. We know where Sorry. you are. Let's crack on. So this week, Joel. Yeah. Very special one. 
The man I've been wanting to get on for ages is Adam Bloom. Bloom. It's Adam Bloom. Bloom. Absolutely brilliant comic mind, as you yes. will now see. Enjoy it. So let's just get cracking, mate. Um, do you know what it's all about? The yes. podcast. So, uh, do you want to start with one of mine, just to get us in the mood, like just one of mine that doesn't work? Yes. Would you want to go into, have you got anything you've sort of planned? My whole set. Your whole set, yeah. Have you got anything recent that you've like tried and it hasn't landed? Um, I recently did a line that was very um, comedy literate in the sense it was almost for comics only. And I've okay. Got to, I've got to accept that that's why it didn't work. Yeah. But the first time I did it, Scott Capurro and uh, Lewis Schaefer in the back of the room and they're both real comics, comics, yeah, aren't they? So yeah. they appreciate it. And they howled. And then the audience, which was a small arty crowd in an art gallery, mm. um, they laughed because I think the, the comedians laughing made them go, okay, something special is happening here. Yeah. So they kind of a little bit of Ember's new clothes. But also they were a very broad-minded audience. They were, you know, they'd gone to an art gallery in the first place and bought, you know, you'd have yeah. to remember that gallery to even notice the ticket sale. So they're, you know, arty people. But the line was... Um, you know, um, I've got this grandmother who's, you know, often says slightly racist things, but nothing compared to what I'm about to say. And, um, you know, that was the line. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, I did a top secret to a young audience at New Material Night on the back of it working once. Because, you know, I think ah, it's, it's still yeah, New yeah. Material, it's the second You can't time judge it, it as well, because you don't know whether the, why the audience laughed. Because you, you said you think they may have done it because they heard the comics laughing. Well, yeah, well, all I know is when I did it the second time to 150 young people, mm. it got silence that cost me four minutes of trying to win the audience back again. Because <laughs> really? it sounded like I'm just going, I am more racist than an old racist. Yeah, and, of yeah. course, the joke is Obviously that comics... Yeah, it's tiny. And also, it's it's sending up the amount of comedians who will go, you know, I've got this homophobic friend. He says this. And you go, hang on a minute. You just made an excuse to do a homophobic joke. <laughs> yeah. um, or, you know, my grandma's relationship, she says this. And you go, okay, now we're laughing at her, but we're still appreciating the wit behind the joke or the, you know, it's it just, it allows, you know, and there are probably people listening to this go, no, you're missing the point. It allows us to laugh at how stupid racists are. But you know what? Sometimes they're quoting something quite witty yeah. that is so non-PC you would never dream of saying it because mm. it's nasty uh, and bigoted. So anyway, so that line, the idea was, it looks like I'm about to do a racist comment, but guys, to someone else's. And then I'm going to go, but I, now I've got better than me, yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's a good joke. And the thing is, Scott Kapoor said to me afterwards, audiences are going to laugh at that, but they're not going to know exactly why. They're just going to go, yeah. something happened. But some people might laugh for the wrong reason. As in, oh my God, and we're back where we started. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Scott's analysis was very... Uh, meticulous and he was basically saying in a nutshell that that audience will feel that something happened yeah yeah that's interesting i so I just there's two so i i wrote a joke the other day that i i think is a bit too um industry in the sense like comic for comics but it's not really like the same sort of for comics just there's something like um i read just read a book about how to deal with heckles i couldn't put it down Oh, do you know who does... Oh, is there one like that already? Oh, Tim Vines has read this book called The History of Glue, and I couldn't put it down. Oh, okay. And so it's, similar... actually, it's actually a different play on put down, isn't it? But it's still a yeah. book with the word put down. And also his line. is more... All the audience will get his more. Like, yeah, because put down... Because some people just don't know what a put down is. But here's an interesting thing, isn't it? Um, 
the the play on words is put down as in heckle put down as opposed to putting a book down as in glue stuck to it. But yeah, let's yeah. be honest, they're both book jokes about the phrase that you couldn't put something down. Yeah. That's what the crux of the But also, is. my yeah. joke, the, what I don't like about it is it doesn't actually work on both sides of the joke because you, you, you wouldn't... I couldn't put the book down... I don't think it makes sense both sides. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I I, I see what you mean. I, I mean, maybe the, if the book was heckling, I, yeah, I the read book's this not book. heckling. I, re, I, I, I bought this talking book. Or an audio, there you go. I bought an audio book yeah, 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 yeah. on heckles. I couldn't put it down. Or the, or the best heckles ever. Maybe it has to be better ah. than you. I bought an audio book on the best heckles ever. There you go. I couldn't put it down. But then if it was an audio book, you wouldn't be putting it down. You'd be trying to put it down. Like you wouldn't have it in your hands, would you? Uh, that's true. I couldn't stop playing it. <laughs> we have a problem. We have a problem. I, I thought I'd solved it then. Um, so anyway, uh, so you were talking just before we started recording about meeting someone who's got a more interesting job than you or, yeah, or hire, yeah. a very well-known person you don't know is well-known. Um, I was in a pleasant courtyard one in Edinburgh and this very well-spoken, very polite guy came up to me and he said, oh, I saw a show. I liked it. Um, do you know my brother, Tim Vine? And I went, yeah. Oh, right. Tim Vine makes me laugh out loud more than anyone on the planet. Yeah. And uh, maybe Neil Hamburger as well. Mm. But um, I said, um, yeah, he said, um, do you know, I actually gave him a joke once. Um, so this was Jeremy Vine. Yeah. And, and, Did and, you know Jeremy Vine no, was? No, this was, no year, was. This was years, years ago. ago. But he was still well known at the time. Oh, but I just okay. didn't know who he was. And he was so low status because he didn't bother saying, yeah, I work in television too. It was so charming. Yeah. So charming. The best way to do it, really. Which joke was it? Um, he said, I gave him a joke. It was, um, I read this book. It's called The History of Glue. And I couldn't put it down. So what's funny is not only do I know... Oh, you, that was you? No, Jeremy Vine gave it to Tim Vine. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, okay, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and um, the funny thing is, uh, what's today? Tuesday. On Saturday, I told this story because uh, someone brought up that joke. What a coincidence. But um, so, yeah, wow. I, it's, I'm glad that joke doesn't work for you because yeah. it, it's got a, a book where I couldn't put it down about you know it's a different mm. joke isn't it but yeah, it's still yeah. you just can't no. there's not room for no. two complete damn book jokes yeah so that's, that's why I, it's in the jokes that don't work it's one of those that I haven't even tried it but I know it's not going to work like I'm not happy enough with it but here's before the, I start here's, here's the thing this is why what you do so good because there's a quality control with regard to the wordplay being perfect yeah yeah you. yeah and that as you say it's not perfect and I tried right. to correct it and that wasn't perfect either in fact I made a mess of it but um but that's the process isn't it yeah like, that is the process but the, the, it's a nice idea that these are good heckles is that is I mean I yeah the flaw is the book doesn't say to you isn't it but the but the thing is there are people I've watched people do wordplay and it's just it's like it doesn't make sense yeah and there's a few acts that do that there's some big name ones who do it I don't want yeah. to out anyone but there's no. a big big name who mm. does one and it annoys the hell out of me because it doesn't make sense yeah yeah. It, but the thing is I, I never used to understand that whole thing but like in the last sort of five years maybe I've, I've sort of learned that the understanding of both sides of the that's how I say it I don't always know the best way to describe it but it's both sides of the joke making sense yeah yeah well the thing is with me I've often been accused of overthinking stuff and what gets me is it's never really successful comedians who say it to me right so it's like I'll be on a card journey with someone and they go I talk about an idea and and then I go, I'm thinking make it like that because of that. And they go, I think you overthink things. And I think, oh, right, because I just no. stormed the gig and you didn't. Yeah, yeah no. So, do you know what I mean? You if, cannot overthink when, it. Well, there we go. So so when Eddie Izzard said it to me, I'm going to take note. But yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. who isn't doing yeah. the best stuff... That's the difference maker. It is, it, isn't it? Yeah, that's what takes it to the next level of a, of a joke that gets a, uh, to a big laugh. Yeah, it is. But the trouble is, it's hard to get those 
you have to work really hard you to do, get you do sometimes a, a you get it first time don't you and then other times yeah i once took seven attempts once yeah 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 i mean that's that, that sounds quite normal to me like that's can you remember what it was yes and, and the different attempts uh no i can't what it was was i did a bit about it was about a murder suicide okay it was a murder it was a murder suicide joke that was so dark the audience <laughs> had an intake of breath on the punchline and that is, but, but when it wasn't working or even when, once it does that, work? Uh, at best, it would get a, 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 a half laugh and at worst, it would just get a complete intake of breath by the audience. Yeah. So what I was trying to do was do a joke afterwards to quickly get them back. Yeah. But you know, after seven attempts, you know, I worked out what the best thing to do was? What? Do a really, really long ranting line that keeps them holding their breath in because you're not allowing them to breathe because they've just taken a sharp intake of breath and then you keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can't breathe because you're grabbing them, especially the speed I go at, the intensity I'm mm. talking at with, and then they suddenly get to the punchline, which is a good line mm. and it is a playful joke and it's interesting. No and then they release all of that and it was immense. But it took me, I was just, so it just showed I've been going probably 23 years at the time and I was even 24 years and I was going, how can I get around this problem? And I was doing short this, that, different me yeah. methods. And on the seventh go, I went, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to attach that joke to it, which was about, because what I'd say is, now at this point, you probably work out I'm a bit mixed up, but I had a weird childhood. And then I rant about something in my childhood, which is about my mum yeah. uh, waking my sister and I up in the middle of the night and running away from home. So right. when my dad was asleep. Okay. So that's pretty... Yeah. serious stuff right yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. it's a subject matter so they, they've already gone <gasps> about a murder suicide joke and then you're telling them this information with no punch on at all they go oh my god I breathed in and now you're not letting me breathe out and now you're t telling me this really personal stuff the kind of stuff that would make you a bit mixed up in life and then suddenly there's a really silly payoff yeah. and it all comes out and it's huge Yeah, and it's huge so basically I'm putting so do you think also you're, that it's the tension you're building uh, uh, nothing but yeah nothing but obviously there has yeah, to be yeah. a funny bit at the end but if i yeah. did the other if i did the line on its own and i did i, I did line on its own but by the way i got stresses the line i've attached to it works anyway right but what i've done is i've attached a really long setup with intense quite disturbing information to get from a to b forget to me to b and what i've done is it's just it's just a lovely thing to know that the actual way i found of dealing with complete silence to a joke yeah. on, a, on a long setup was to do another one. Oh, there we go. A That's long, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say a long setup. And also it was a long punchline with nothing actually. And then you go, wow, that was a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> Surely the way around is to do something quick. Yeah, yeah. Turned out I did the longest setup I've got. Yeah. Bang on the end of it. It's like, it was like the Shawshank Redemption, just this long tunnel of so, shit. So did you just think, oh, just that, that just thought you thought, oh, I'll give that a try. Yeah, because it was, it wasn't, nothing short was working. So I want, maybe the answer is, you know, it's, I, I don't like the phrase thinking outside the box, but it was definitely thinking outside the box at that day because I went, well, what, what, what can I do that's completely opposite what I think is right? Counterintuitive. Yeah. So what was the line? Which one? The, the, the whole thing? or well, oh, whatever, whatever you want to say or, if, or none. doesn't matter. Uh, really. I, because there's no uh, atmosphere with me saying it, you know, people listening at home on their own, it's not the same. But yeah. the, the, the funny, the, the sweet line the, it was I'd say, um, so I'd get this <gasps> on the on the suicide bit. Mm. And I'd go, um, now at this point you probably realise I'm quite mixed up. But I, had a bit, I had a weird childhood. I said, my mum wrote me and my sister up in the middle of the night when I was four years old. So we're running home, away from home. Your father's asleep in the next room. He knows nothing about this. Take your favourite one thing you like playing with and we're going. But I was clever. I took my dad. <laughs> Which is so silly, right? So, I mean, as if, as if you could take your dad with you. Oh, right? that's great, man. Oh, cheers. But the, the thing is, that 
always did work. Yeah. But the but doing that on the back of the thing made it colossal. I so mean, you just added loads, loads of loads of information on the back it. of loads of information that doesn't work. Yeah. I've t- two long bits together with a silence in the middle. You know what I think? Um, Where's it? Yeah. So basically, any joke that I think has got a weak punchline or or just not. A strong punchline. I, I want that joke to be as short as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because a long setup, it won't work. No. But that's the opposite. If you know you have a really solid punch, you can have that longer build to build the tension and then the release. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. I can't tell you how good it felt getting that done. Yeah. Because I, I knew. Yeah. I, the thing is, as well, I didn't want to drop the suicide joke because I've, I've comics in car journeys really laughed at the suicide joke. Yeah. And um, and the audiences sometimes, sometimes. I mean, on a mm. good night. It'll get yeah. a big laugh, yeah. but they've got, I mean, they've got to really, really, really like you mm. to allow you to talk about killing people and then yourself. How far in the set did you, would you do that joke? Opening, that's... opening line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe 15 minutes into yeah, it, yeah. 20 okay. or. Okay, I won't even say the joke. I'll just tell you what the joke roughly is, is egg and spoon race and then they shout, you're off, they're off. And obviously the eggs are off. But the trouble with that is, and they're off is a commentary thing. It's not a the person that starts them that just goes go. He wouldn't say and they're off. Could you not say that there was the, um, I suppose a bit contrived saying there was an overzealous dad at the school sports who like to commentate. But yeah, yeah, no. it's that sort of thing. It would have to be. Uh, what about what if the premise was? I think they should have egg and spoon race at the, the Olympics, Olympics, and then the commentator would go and they're off. But even mm. that, you, you could think they'd be more, doesn't Fresh they? eggs. Do you know I mean that? Yeah, they, uh, there we go. There's something there. about. But you have to, yeah. you have to contrive a situation to make the joke, don't you? Yeah. Imagine if. Yeah. Imagine if the Olympics had this, you, and there was a commentator. See for that. So I, so I, I say this a lot on the podcast. I like my stuff, the setups to be realistic. I don't mind if the twist is mad, but I like I, to I'm bring exactly them in. Oh, okay. Exactly yeah. And I can have, I mine's based in the real world, which yours isn't. Yeah. But I don't mind if the punchline isn't based because that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I that's... pulled the rug, but I could never carry on. Yeah. My head can fall off of the punchline, but yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. pick it back up again and walk off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, similar thing. But it, yeah. It, yeah. So, so, so with that, off. so you're right. So if I, the only way I can do them and be happy with it is creating, like you just said, an environment, imagine if, and then it's a, just an idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about, uh, see, I don't dabble in wordplay, so I'm not as good at uh, fixing these things, but where there's a, um, I think egg, egg and spoon race, you often drop the eggs. So surely they should use eggs that are past their sell-by date. Yeah. And they're off. That's not quite oh. there, is it? Not okay, quite yeah, there. but that's no, that's a good idea, actually. Because that justifies doing it. Because you're sticking the, 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 yeah, the other way around. You're sticking the, the you've already said they're out past their sell-by yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's, it, it makes also it, justifies it. And, because, it but, and you say it makes sense, wouldn't it? Because the commentator would shout, and they're off. Yeah. And... Oh, the, no. this the, the, the punchline's still not there, but what's nice is it justifies doing it. Yeah. What? Do you yeah. like the idea of and they're off being the punch? Yeah. It's just we need something in the middle, don't we? Yeah. Still not quite right. Basically, I've just realised I'm going. God, I'm normally good at this. But I'm going. You're chucking stuff that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, wonder. No yeah. wonder. I'm going. That's two in a row. I can't fix. That's because yeah, yeah, the man yeah, yeah. who wrote them can't fix them. And yeah. you're you're you're. I mean, you're one of the best uh, at at work. But you know, you're up there in the top couple you know oh thanks man oh, you nice. are you are so but 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 just by talking this through mm. i now think that i actually think there will be a way of doing that oh, i think wonderful. with a bit of work it's because the joke the joke is there you just need to that's it it's just putting it where do you put it in the world to make that 
What about old people doing egg and spoon race? They're so slow. By the time they get to the finish line, <laughs> the egg's part of the date. And they're off. Lee Mac um, and I were doing new material once in uh, the Meccano Club in Islington, lovely venue, years ago, yonks ago. And um, we did a gig to 20 people. And, you know, you're dying on stage with new stuff. You chuck in a banker yeah. to win them back. And that dies. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, this is a real not event. Yeah. And then after we went for a meal and Lee said... Do you know when it's this quiet, I really think we're better off counting the gig and just sitting around a table taking turns saying, I've got this idea. Yeah. And look, we just did that now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because that, that in, if you, would you say it was a new material night? It was a new, yes, it was it was a new, new material night. Yeah. yeah, because if your gold doesn't work, you can't judge the new no, stuff on it. Absolutely, absolutely. It was a horrible moment. I thought, I went back with this. I went, oh my God, what hope have I got? <laughs> what hope have I got? I think, I think... So I've I've got a couple of mates that I I um soundboard ideas with. So I'll just write loads of ideas and I'll just go, "What do you think of this? What do you think of this?" Because I, I like to do that before trying it in front of a live audience because it just gives you a little bit of confidence if they go, "That's good," right. or you know what I mean. Yes. And since doing this podcast, just chatting ideas through. Do you do you have people you chat ideas through with? Um. Not anyone specific, but obviously car journeys are bounce ideas around when yeah, the topic yeah, comes yeah. up. Um, I, I mean, not not really, no, not really. Whoever's just in the room. I mean, when I was, you know, in, in a long term relationship with my my wife, we I would discuss them. She was yeah. incredible. At, yeah, my at, girlfriend's get quite. Uh, good, oh my god! I mean, I, I I she worked in advertising and production, uh, but was very creative regardless of the fact that her job wasn't a creative job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a Radio 4 series and I, she she picked up a script and just put her glasses on and just what a pen and went, duh, duh, duh. And within two minutes had three beautiful toppers. Really? What, I mean, maybe three minutes, <laughs> two, three. Yeah. The point is it was very brief. But do you think that's rubbed off from you? I don't know. But all I know is she got the first round of applause of a recording. I'll tell you the line. <laughs> really? We're talking about, um, I said people, it's an episode, a whole episode on reading. And I said, um, why well, I can't stand is when people, the people who read a lot and they confuse knowledge with intelligence. Yeah. I said, I've read over 2,000 books. And what did you think? There's quite a lot. And I know I know that reading a book can provoke a thought, but so can looking at a book, so can staying through a window. Mm. But you don't get people bragging about how many windows they stared through. And she went, apart from maybe Florella Benjamin when she had a few drinks. <laughs> and are you old enough to know who Florella Benjamin is? Uh, yeah. Right, play school, right? Mm. So it was very age-specific because... So, but, so when was this? This was 2005. Yeah, so that's... Referring to yeah, the yeah. 70s. But yeah, the yeah. audience for the right age group, it got a roar and a round of applause. Apart from maybe Florella Benjamin when she's had a couple of drinks, it's a very difficult punchline to say at my oh, speed with a slight speech impediment. Yeah. Apart from maybe Florella... Fluella. Yeah. Fluella. I should practice Fluella. Anyway, killed. So I took it to the clubs, which is what I rarely did with my Radio 4 stuff. And um, it was hit and miss because, you know, it was not only cerebral, you had to be old enough to watch Play School. Yeah. And, and the, young the enough to watch Play School as well. You, yeah, you had to be between, at the time, 30, 30 and 50. Maybe 30 and 45 at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, But the point I'm making was that she was amazing at just adding a topper. And it, there was... I mean, this was three, not quite to that standard, but still yeah, three that yeah. I used and worked. Uh, wonderful having someone in your life. Well, so like you, what's your thought on toppers? Because oh, I, I don't like toppers. Oh, I love them. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm ve- I know I'm unusual because yeah, but you're doing da da bum, da da bum. Yeah, almost not your rhythm off if you did a topper. They that might a be setup. what it is. They go that setup's really quite rushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Da da bum, da da bum, da da bum, bum. 
Where's the do 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 at the end? Yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. the bomb at the end? Yeah. It's almost like well, where's the set? you've missed out a setup, mate. Yeah, because what I find, and that you might have just stumbled on the the reason actually that it doesn't work. But I don't like a, a topper unless it's equal or better laugh than the joke. There's nothing. I call them bottomers. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's no, there's no point having a diminishing return. No, so that's why I don't like them because if it falls off, I'm like, well, I want people to remember the. The big laugh 100%, on that bit. 100%. Woody yeah. Allen's moose routine. Have you heard the Woody I love the moose routine. Well, the last laugh is the biggest laugh of the whole thing. Yeah. And it's social commentary about anti-Semitism in the golf what's industry. The, what's the laugh? Uh, the, the following morning, the Berkowitz, Mr. Berkowitz wakes up uh, in a moose suit. No, hold on. Following morning, he, yeah, Mr. Berkowitz, he's shot and stuffed at the New York Athletic Club. And the joke is on them because it's restricted. Oh, and, yeah, okay. Yeah, and the, the, the one he did on TV because it was a less known word restricted and the joke was on them because they don't allow Jews there. But it was... No, the, he said that on the TV. He said don't allow Jews there to an audience who wouldn't know what restricted meant, restricted oh. membership. But but the point is that that's social oh, that's commentary in a, in a very... No, go on. I was going to say, do you think changing that word in changed the, the reaction to what it would normally have got because uh, it's more on the nose which usually I'd say that's less but then if more people get it then you get more restrict is a better word yeah uh, you have to course, think a bit it, yes but also restricted sounds better than they don't allow Jews there it's yeah. few syllables yeah. it ends on id yeah. rather than there but the bottom line is if you've got 40% of the audience not getting it it's a big lie yeah yeah, yeah. so um, but the, the but then, point sorry yeah. this is just interesting to me so do you think in the room so was he thinking the people watching at home would he'd need to spell it out to, or the people in the room? People at home. Yeah. yeah. Is, well, maybe, maybe both, but it? the bottom line is people in the room don't matter as much do as Do you reckon it. that annoyed him that he had to do a lesser joke? I, I, I'd love to know that. That's interesting. It, it, we would all prefer the whole it's to all know a phrase. Yeah. But the bottom line is it, I don't think it matters that much. I mean, no. the rhythm of the joke would bother him mm. more than anything. Yeah. Um, but the uh, audience, I can't know what the audience were. TV audience is going to be a cross section of the public. But but um, so that's annoyed me now. Yeah yeah yeah. But the point I'm really making is it got the biggest laugh of the set, and it's social commentary in a surreal Gary Larson. Yeah thing, yeah. Pre Gary Larson, pre Yazard. Yeah. Routine about uh, animals having personalities. Yeah. It's great. And um, I, I, when I first discovered that, I, it, mind was, it wasn't actually that long ago. Mind blowing. Best yeah. routine of all time. Everything Do you think so? Can, yeah. Everything continues where the last bit left off. It's on YouTube it? if people want to check it out. Yeah, the moose. Everything continues where the last joke left. Yeah. And my mum made a very good point. We never know what happened to the moose. He was at least left at a party. Oh yeah. The, everything continues from the Berkowitz's perspective. Yeah. But the moose is left at the party. We. That's almost <laughs> like a, a sequel to be written. It is. Yeah. What happened to the moose? I mean, I, I was at a gig recently. It was a, such a lovely audience. It's very kind of working class Essex crowd uh, who are arguably the best audiences to perform to, like up the mm. creek, just complete, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. working class people know how to have fun more because I suppose because they've, they've got jobs where they've got to have a laugh to get on with it yeah. more likely. Mm. You know, if you're the CEO of a company, you probably don't laugh all day. Yeah, yeah. You laugh when you get home and you get in your yacht. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but if you're a postman, you've got to have a laugh at work when you go mm. to the, you know, the sorting office or whatever. The, so the thing is, um, this was a really sort of the earth working class Essex audience, and there was a comedian on stage, Julian Dean, who I'm sure you're a big fan yeah, of. Yeah. He's out, I mean, it's outstanding, right? Yeah. Every joke's just genius, pretty much. And he goes, um, "This bloke was shouting out, oh, superb, like that." And it was just, it was just, <laughs> oh, that's so good. And it was lovely because he was doing it on the laugh, so it wasn't like he was delaying his yeah, timing. He wasn't, he wasn't distracting the other no, people from laughing. But rather than laughing, he was shouting out. 
how beautifully structured yeah. the jokes were. And he was he was definitely more about the structure than the than yeah. the situation. So out of interest with Julian's stuff, would mm. you say he's more pullback and reveal or reveal no, expectation? pullback and reveal. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, right. no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um, it, but he's... he's uh, that's, I, that's, I'm going to have to have a real good think about this because I've always sort of lumped those two styles of jokes together. No. Pullback pull and reveal specifically when you're painting a picture that's later revealed to be a different picture when you see more information. Yeah. And they got it got a bad reputation because all the really hack comedians going, you know, and then I got off the bus yeah, and classic. whatever. I, I did a, oh, I, oh, go on. Tell me what you're going to say. I did a tweet once. I said, if you're... I know this is a different point. I said, if your if your set ends in a story about something a kid said on the night bus, probably explains why you're still getting night buses home from gigs. Okay, but that's different because that's not that I got the bus. No, but what the, there's a quality to there's a certain quality c- control when it comes to being successful, and that's why you very rarely hear comedians say, "And then I got out my limo." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, because you wouldn't have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what are you going to say about the buses? Um, I, I I tweeted one about um. um I'm I'm terrible at pullback and reveal jokes. No, no, I was telling my mate that I'm terrible at pullback and reveal jokes, and then I got off the bus. <laughs> but or something like that. Pullback and reveal no, it's just today. a tweet, just for the comments. Oh, right. yeah. oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it would um, never work. Um, how about then I got on the bus <laughs> and then I got on. The bus. <laughs> <laughs> Again, better for comics, but yeah, audience still but wouldn't no, get but it. No, if it's for comics in the first place, yeah, you yeah, well yeah, that's a better up. joke. Yeah, yeah, I love comic great. jokes. I've I, I got a few. I got a few. Um, it, Next time I see a comedian do a shark attack joke, I'm going to punch him on the nose, <laughs> which was more pertinent 15 oh, years ago. Okay, so was that a commonly... Oh, set, my God, when the, before your time, right? Yeah, when yeah, the Discovery yeah. Channel came out, comics are sitting at home watching the TV, and it's like, do you, if you get attacked by a shark, punch him on the nose. You go, oh, I think I've got a joke here. Well, of course you've got a joke here. It's already a ludicrous thing, a punch a shark on the nose. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Like, who couldn't think of any joke about punching a shark on the nose? That's, more, that's why I'd avoid it because it's so clearly an obvious situation to write a joke about. Yeah. Um, the joke's almost written for you. But yeah, the, um, but yeah comic jokes, um, my favourite comic joke ever is um, uh, Dennis uh, Miller. It says, you ever see a Dennis comic Miller. impression? You don't know Dennis Miller, American no. comic. He was big in the 90s. Because um, you ever see a comic impressionist go, um, hey, can you imagine Robert De Niro working in Burger King? I think, no, but I can imagine you working in Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> is that wonderful yeah it, oh my god I, oh, I wish I could remember more of those because sort of, I have got rid of loads of, but not even got rid of them it's one of those where you write it you think oh the comics would get it but no one else would it's like a comics observation yeah you don't want only people at the back of the room laughing it's nice yeah. when the audience kind of get it too if they've watched enough comedy I first did the shark attack joke at the stand in Edinburgh mm. off off season as in non-festival time and it got a really big laugh like the sound technicians howling but yeah. the audience laughed yeah but then I suppose if an audience goes to comedy a lot exactly yeah you've got to pick where to do it 1998 I came out with a joke about a turban and it had a topper to it that was it was <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> one <laughs> stop it it <laughs> Sorry. had a topper that was 100% going to get a big laugh than the okay in the building laugh Right, and it's never ever died. It's the only joke that's never ever died. So 
I'll do it, be a corporate and I'll be a corporate it's really really tough I'll do that joke and I get polite chuckles on the building punchline mm. or even nothing because I'm having such a tough gig and there will always be a laugh on the surprise because the twist's so strong Aye. and it's never ever failed so that joke if I'm doing a late show you know let's say it's quick as well so let's say I've done a story at the end of a gig and it hasn't got the big punchline to get off on yeah. you don't want to go good night. Yeah. so I just go oh it's one more thing bang and it's like a 30-40 second bit that will never ever fail I can't get rid of that and no. it's, you know it's and some people are like, oh God, is he still doing that joke? Yeah, but 10 minutes of my set's less than a year old. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, don't judge me because that one joke, yeah. I hate the idea of someone walking in the room and go, oh, he's still doing that joke. His set hasn't changed. Go, no, five minutes is less than two months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's my, uh, my go-to joke to save me at a Yeah, gig. I mean, mine, I've got stuff that's all, all different ages of What's joke. your oldest joke you've got? Oldest joke that I still do. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe my oldest one. There's actually the the oldest one that I I. I think Badger Man probably is my oldest. Have you given it away? Have you time gifted uh, it? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't given it away Go actually. On. Um, I read the other day that during the War of the English, referred to Adolf Hitler as Badger Man, although it might have said Bad German. <laughs> so that was. I have heard that one. Yeah, so that was. That took me a long time to get going. So I think the actual idea was probably maybe one of my oldest. And it was just in a notepad. And then I eventually went back to it and went, oh, just turn that round the other way. Because I got better at writing. What's funny is Badger Man, there's arguably that's a contrived joke because he doesn't look like a badger. He doesn't sound like a no. badger. There's nothing badgery about yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, it just makes people go, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But what I mean is, it, it, it arguably isn't clever enough. Yeah, yeah. And yet it's very funny and it works. Yeah, well, it, it, idea... it, it, it won't never get, it won't ever get a huge. It's a, it's just a nice laugh. Yeah, okay. It, it won't it won't smash. Gotcha. It's one of those where they go, oh, that's clever, rather than. Do you know what I mean? Could you see that moustaches are striped down the middle, and he's got pink face there and there, and I think that's why they referred to him as Badger Man. Actually, could have been bad German, but it's not enough, is it? Because it's not a big stripe. If it was, Black if he white. had, if he if moustaches. If, it's a shame the gap. What's that gap there called? The what's it called? I don't know. I'm oh, but, I'm scared to use the I, word between your bum and your. I was just about to use that word. <laughs> <laughs> but if he had a really, if only Hitler had a really long one of those, then you could do a stripe. It could be Badger Man. Yeah. Julian Dean's got my favourite Hitler joke ever, which is um, if I had the time machine, I'd go back to, uh, just before Hitler got in power and put a bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's the ultimate example of greed over humanity isn't it isn't that beautiful i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mm. I come from a close-up magic background. Okay. So I'm really into the idea of you think it's there and it's not there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm doing I'm doing loads of those. Yeah. I get a massive kick out of it. I, mm. I get a massive kick where the audience think they know what the setup's going to be and then it is the punchline because it slaps around the face when they're not waiting to be slapped. Yeah. It comes on the, it comes on the offbeat. Mm. I got like, um, uh, I flew business class the other day to whatever country I'm doing a joke about. It's interchangeable, right? And yeah. I go, uh, so it was amazing. I don't, I don't know if you already know this, but if you want to fly business class, all you've got to do is put on a really nice suit mm-hmm. and get a job. And the thing is, you know, if you time it right and the audience are thinking, we all know, we all know you put a suit and you'll be upgraded. Yeah. And if I say it with enthusiasm, which I say most things, they're like, no, bless him. He's only just found out that trip. We've known it for years. Yeah. And it works best to a middle class audience who've got kind of better kind of paid jobs because yeah. they look down on me at that moment thinking, we, we know that. And they go, get a job. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. He just told me to get a fucking job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the status change because oh. you're playing it like, I've just learned this way of flying business class. Yeah. And it turns out I'm flying business class because I paid for it. Yeah. And that, that slap around their face is like, don't you condescend me. Yeah. I'm condescending you. And it's a massive status change. There's so much in there. It's so much in there. In the space yeah. of one second, all that happens. And yeah. someone can go, no, it's not. It's just a twist. If I, no. if I do that to the right audience, mm. I mean, let's think about it. If I do it to a gig to the homeless, yeah, to the homeless, that's not a very nice thing to say. Yeah. If I do it to students, then I'm laughing at the fact that they haven't got enough money, but they are on the way to having a job. That's yeah. acceptable. But for me, the best place to do it is people who actually look like they've got nice jobs. Because mm. it's slapping me in the face yeah. and going, my life's better than yours. Adam Bloom! Bloom! Adam Bloom, great Bloom. episode. And I'll let you into a little secret. We've got lots more footage from that because we recorded for ages. So you're going to get to hear more from Adam Bloom very soon. I Do can't you... wait. Ah, oh, me neither. So that's good. That's exciting. I doubt we'll put it out next week. I, I guess we'll wait. Shall we just keep, sort of keep it varied and then put it out in a little while, Joel? And then, we'll, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good well, idea, we'll isn't surprise it? Surprise everyone. Yeah. So any feedback from this episode at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Um, if you could leave us a lovely five-star review, that would be bloody lovely on Apple Music iTunes because that really helps. Did you know, Joel, if you get uh, nice reviews, then you can go up the comedy chart. Uh, yeah. Did you know that? I did. Anything else? Oh, we've got. Um, I'm doing the Leicester Comedy Festival, Joel. Ninth. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my solo show tickets are selling lovely, um, and it's on the that's on the ninth. Uh, and how, you buy them by baxing you a fiver, is that right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, you buy those on the Leicester Comedy Festival site. Find them there. Um, so snap them up quick. I'm doing the live podcast a week later. They haven't sold as much yet, but I haven't announced who the guest is. And I can't announce it right now, but it is—it's—it's it's good. I'm quite really excited about it. Cool. Yeah, as long as it comes off, but I, I need confirmation before I can announce it, Charles. So maybe next of week course, we'll tell everybody. Course. Exciting. Yeah. 
Uh, anything else, Joel? Not from me, mate. No? All right, then. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We do appreciate it, don't we, Joel? Oh, I love it. I'm yeah. So and uh, I think we should give everybody a, a big hashtag awooga. Awooga! Hashtag awooga. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.